Amen. Amen. Thank you much. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you, man. Well, good morning, church. Good morning, church. Wow, y'all awake? All right. Hey, I want to personally just say thanks for being here. If you saw my Facebook post, I, I really am a believer in this, that the things we do at the start of something, this is 2022, this is the first Sunday of the new year, and you made a choice this morning to be here in church with the body of believers. Thank you to our online community. We've got uh, several online with us. We so appreciate you tuning in Sunday after Sunday, staying in touch with us. But that means something. It, it sets the tone. It's a mindset, and we're going to talk about that uh, in the message today. Uh, I usually do this the second Sunday in January, but it just failed to do it this Sunday. I usually, before the new year comes and getting everything ready, I take private time, and uh, sometimes I'm able to get away and get out of the county or city and seek the Lord in private, but I have quiet spaces that I go to. And uh, every year here for about the last five years, we've done a yearly theme and kind of preached into what's coming and what we're looking forward to and what God's revealing to me as pastor and to us as a church family. Uh, if you remember, last year was reviving the remnant. And we talked about the remnant, that there is always going to be, no matter what the world looks like, I'll just be both, no matter how crappy it gets out there, no matter how much chaos is going on, there will always be a set group of believers who will not give up the faith. That's a promise from God, the remnant. And we talked about reviving that remnant because we're getting hit just when we thought the virus and pandemic was gone, what sweeps back in. And New Year kind of went out with a, a, a bad tail end there. So how do we deal with that? And it's always good to look forward. I remember an old story real fast. I remember uh, some of you know I love sports cars and muscle cars. And one of the first, when I was a teenager, one of the first time I got in a car riding passenger to drag race with somebody, way back up in Tennessee, uh, the guy driving, he turned the mirror up. And I was 16 or 17. I'm like, what are you doing that for? He goes, I ain't watching behind me. All I got to watch is in front of me. And that's what we should do as Christians. Amen? We should be looking in front of us. I mean, we can look at the past. We can grab wisdom and grow from the past. But I want to set the new theme. And as you've seen, the, the theme that God laid on my heart for a specific reason that I'll unpack today is renew. A season of renewal. And because well, the main reason I tied it to it is because we're blessed to say that going into 2022, 2022, on March the 27th of 2022, we will have been a church for seven years. Yeah, we can applaud that, okay? Seven years. I'll give you, we started with about 18 people, and I'll give you some stats. A lot of church plants don't get past year one. That's true, especially when pandemics come. But God has been so good to us. God's been generous. He's been faithful. He's shown us his favor. But if you know your Bible history, seven's a really important number in the, the Word of God. And we're going to unpack some themes and why I felt led to call this a year of renewal for Creekside Community Church. 
we're going to look at this. Now, let's unpack that word. I didn't put it on the screen, but renew, when we tie it from the meaning in the Bible, it means to restore to freshness, vigor, or perfection. But as you know, it can also mean to make new spiritually or regenerate or refresh, as we just sang. So, renew comes, you may or may not know this, along with a day of rest. Remember God rested? He made the Sabbath holy, the day of rest. Some of you may or may not know, God also instituted a year of rest. And sometimes some of y'all may say, boy, I'd like to take the year off. Now, please don't jump ahead. We're not taking a year off here at Creekside. We're going to keep doing what we're doing, what we're called to do, mission and ministry to this community of Hot Springs. But God instituted a year of rest. It was to be, you want to guess which year? The seventh year, a sabbatical year. So follow me, hang with me, I promise, track with me. We may go a little bit around the barn, but I promise we'll get there. Let's look at the Old Testament. In Leviticus 25, 1 through 7, it says this. The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I am going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. Look at verse 4. But in the seventh year... The land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your male, your female servants, and the hired worker and temporary residents who live among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land. Whatever the land produces may be eaten. Now you may be saying, a year of rest. Why let the land rest? Well, what does rest bring? Well, it allows the land to fallow, F-A-L-L-O-W. It allows the soils to replenish its nutrients. But it was also to replenish a deep and meaningful relationship with the environment and to the Israelites, hear me church, their relationship with God. And isn't that something we look at at the end of year and beginning of year? Let me just boldly ask you, how's your relationship with God? Here today on the first Sunday of 2022, you've heard me say it many times from this pulpit. It's a true fact. You are either right now moving closer to God or falling away. We're not hummingbirds. We can't sit on a post because if you're just there, guess what? You're stuck in a rut. You are either seeking God, growing closer to Him and deeper to Him, or you're backsliding. And sometimes when we backslide, we don't even know we're sliding. Amen? We just let things happen around us. We miss one service. We miss two service. We don't volunteer for anything anymore. And then we find ourselves like, well, why is all this happening to me? Well, I, well, I miss my family. I miss, I miss the fraternity. I miss the fellowship. I miss the friendship. So it's a time not only in the Israelites for the Bible passage that we're looking at 
to, I love that phrase, to replenish the nutrients. It's a time for us to replenish and look and dig down and have a deeper and more meaningful relationship with God. The resting of the land allowed the Israelites, here's what I love, to fully trust God. Think about that. Think about, think about and I know it's hard for us in this high-tech age we live in, but some of, some of you can remember when this country used to be all agrarian, agricultural-based, and, and you depended on what you raised. I grew up raising a garden. My mom canned tomatoes and green beans, and we ate those through the wintertime. I know I don't look that old, but I am, okay? But that was a form of life, and if you had a bad year, guess what? Your family suffered. But God says you can eat all of the fruits. Don't tend it. Don't, don't be working it. What's God saying to us, church? Trust me to provide for you. Give the land a rest. Deepen your relationship with me. See that I am good. See that I'm going to take care of you. So it allowed the Israelites to fully trust God for all their needs. So in our seventh year as Creekside Community Church, as our, in our seventh year as a revitalized church plant, here I want us to consider what a season of rest can bring. And there's our yearly theme. Rest brings renewal. I mean, I, you know, I'm just going to confess. At the age I'm at now, I love me some naps. How many of y'all like naps? And then you have a good nap. Some of you are like me. When you have a good nap that the kids don't interrupt, somebody say amen. <laughs> I was counting on you, Mary Jane. You feel revitalized, don't you? If you get in your spot, maybe it's your bed, maybe it's that great lazy boy recliner that you got for Christmas. You get that blanket, you get however you like to get, and you get a good two, two and a half, maybe three hour nap, you wake up feeling what? Renewed. Well, along with physical renewal, I believe the whole church needs some spiritual renewal. And we got to look at a season of the rest, a season of where we've been is how we're going to figuratively do it. The seeds that we've sown for the last six years, we're going to look at them and say, man, look at the work God has done. We're going to take what he's given us and we're going to start renewing it again as we step into this seventh year here at Creekside Community Church. Rest brings renewal. As I said, last year it was reviving the remnant, waking up the people of God that will always remain faithful. So we're going to look at what it means to be renewed, renew. And it even rhymes. Preachers love catchphrases, renew 22. Tell your friends. What's your church doing? Renew 22. Man, that's, that's a hashtag if I ever saw one, Scott. Yeah, we're going to start. To, I, I, may, I think I will for Creekside. Every post I make on Facebook is going to have Renew 22. You ought to do it too, and here's why. So people ask you, what's that Renew 22 you're doing? Well, let me tell you about it. Our church has been in existence for seven years, and we're going through a season of renewal. We've got new people coming in. We've got new deacons that are doing amazing work. We've got a leadership team that has a vision, and we're being renewed, and that's a biblical thing. But claiming this, as I said, we're going back, look at the seeds we've sown in the last six years, all the ministries, all the partnerships that we've started 
that we've joined with here in the community. But we're going to look at them and renew them and see how much deeper we can go, how much more we can support to make a difference in this community and in this city. Off the top of my head, I thought about how we could help. I know this is dear to many of your hearts, how we could help Change Point Pregnancy, who's doing an outstanding job in saving teen moms from abortion. We've been a partner with them from year one. And Joanne does an incredible work there. She's one of our community partnerships. We're going to look at them. We, we love ACE, All Created Equal, that we use as a food pantry that not only does food and clothes, it's based out of Lakeside School, the school in our zone here. We want to partner deeper with them. We like the hope movement that ladies go in a halfway house and get their lives coming out of domestic violence. And there's many others, but these are the three that came on my heart over the last six years that we look at. And all of our others, we have a total of probably about a seven community partnerships and look for any doors that God can open up for us to step into and bless them. But as you know, if, if you've been here for a while or maybe all of the whole seven years, along with our yearly theme, we have to have, I'm, I'm a pastor who's grounded in Scripture, you have to have a Scripture to accompany a theme to remind us of our focus for 2022. And it's a Scripture that's quoted a lot, you've seen it, you know it by heart. I've never used it. This is the first time I've ever used it for a yearly theme, and I'm glad to. And our Scripture's going to be Isaiah 40:31 that says... But those who hope in the Lord will what? Renew their strength. Do you hope in the Lord today, church? Do you, do you need renewal as we step into the first Sunday of 2022? Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. I don't know about you, but that sounds really cool. Sounds really strong. They will run and not grow weary. As Mikey said, I, I know some of you, I saw a lot of this at the end of 2021. Some of us are just weary. Say amen. Fighting the pandemic, family issues, school issues, work issues. But did you notice that all we have to do according to this verse is hope in him. Hope in him. He'll renew us. He'll let us rise up on wings like eagles. He will let us not grow weary and then walk and not be faint. I don't know about you, but that's how I want to walk as a child of God. So that's our scripture for the entire year. So as we begin as a church to embrace that, to renew and claim that passage, as we seek that out in the seventh year here at Creekside, I'm going to ask for four areas for us, for you to look at deeply and make commitments and join me in renewing ourselves over the course, Lord willing, of 12 months in 2022. Let's look at renewal in these four areas. Number one, as we said, renew our personal relationship with Jesus. How's your relationship with Jesus? Do you only see him on Sunday? Do people at your workplace know the relationship you have with Jesus? Do you ever mention his name Monday through Friday? Do you, do you make that private time like I was talking about at the first of the lesson? Do you have a morning Devo time where you sit down and just have a conversation with your Lord and Savior? Maybe a late evening time, whatever works for you. Are you depending on him? 
Are you trusting him? As the scripture says, hoping in the Lord. How right now, first Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, if the king came, how's your personal relationship with him? Would he say, this one belongs to me or depart, I know you not? It's something to think about. Because we all get sidetracked, we all get distracted, we have an adversary who's constantly trying to beat us down and take us off the course we're called to run. And I've said this many times too, it's not a church, it's not a person, it's not who my parents were. The only thing I'm counting on stepping into the pearly gates of heaven itself is the man, the God, the person of Jesus Christ and my relationship with him. And that he knows me, and I know him, and I'm covered by the blood he shed for me on the cross. How's your relationship with him? Does it need renewed? If so, let's renew it today. There's not a better Sunday to start. This is, this, this is number one of 52 Sundays. We only have 52 Sundays. You started off right online community, people here in the sanctuary. You set a precedent. The first Sunday of the year, I was listening about renewing my relationship with Jesus. Number two, you gotta know his word. You gotta open that Bible or that iPad. You gotta know what Isaiah 40, 31 says. You gotta know what Romans 8, 28 says. You gotta know what 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says. You gotta know John 3, 16. Come on, somebody. I've said it many times. In the mid to late 50s, people of God were known as a Bible-toting, Bible-quoting people. Today, we're the most illiterate Bible generation to date. What happened? We forgot the word. We forgot how important the sayings, the teachings, the scripture, the holy word of God is. And I've said this many times. This is almost prophetic. Not that I'm a prophetic guy. I believe in prophecy. But I believe fully that the time is coming and some of us may see where not knowing the word is going to be the difference between life and death as the enemy closes in and chaos begins to reign before the king comes. And many are going to want to know what the word says. Don't be caught looking, as they say in baseball. Know what the true word of God says. And this is, I know we have some visiting today, this is a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church. Say amen, members. We're always going to put high priority on the word of God. It's not about doctrine. It's not about the pastor's personal opinion. If, it, if I ain't got some Bible for it, y'all ain't getting it. That's, that's just how I am. I've always been. I had great mentors and teachers. Number three, renew our commitment to caring for others around us. We've always excelled in this. Every time we've had a benevolent need or generosity, just, just like our, our star tree children, angel tree children, uh, we were able to help 12 kids just by me asking. You guys responded. But we all know if we focus, if we look more intently to what's going on around us with people, we can give more, we can care more. And I'm telling you, we're in the day and time 
where people are looking at Christians and churches, it's the ones that are connecting the community that's going to last. And we've always been community-focused. You know, my line, community's our middle name, Creekside Community Church. We want to live that. And nothing blesses, nothing, guys, nothing blesses me more. And I hear it quite frequently. I meet people who don't know who I am, and, and that, that's constant. I'm, I'm not a celebrity guy. I don't want to be. But I meet people when, for the first time, they start up a conversation, well, what do you do? And when I tell them, well, I'm the pastor at Creekside Community Church, they say, oh, I know this church. We came and voted there, and everyone was so nice to us. Or you let us use, you let us use your church for our band practice. It just blesses my heart that they say, this is a church that gives. This is a church that honors the community. So we've always been about that, but we're going to look and renew our focus. We're going to renew our commitment to caring for others around us. And last but certainly not least, it goes hand in hand with caring for others. Renew our commitment to contributing to our community. And I especially am going to look into that. As you see, we've got a great construction project behind us. They're building a storage unit powered by solar panels. They're going to have charging stations and everything. And I've worked well with the construction company there. And they've been blessed by how we've worked with them. There's planning. I'm going to talk to the city planner. There's more of the city coming out of this way. We are in a really great location, if you haven't noticed at the corner of an intersection on 6.5 acres. There's two huge subdivisions where in the past I've driven through them on Sunday morning and most of the cars are still there. They don't have any church to belong to. I don't know about you, and I don't say this to guilt anybody, if anybody to guilt me, but I'd hate to stand in front of the King and Lord Jesus and know that half a subdivision, a stone's throw from here, was going to hell because I didn't reach out to them. That's just me. So we want to broaden our look into, you know, I've said this from the pulpit too, if you really want God to shake you up, if you want to be shaken, pray this prayer. God, break my heart for what you see breaking yours in my community. You might be surprised at what he shows you. But that's what we want. We want God to show us how can we help and another blessing to bless you guys with is this, that we've always kind of stepped into the role. A lot of the agencies know us is like, you know, and I don't say this as a criticism of other churches or agencies, but like with disasters, you know, people are always really quick to help on the front end. But in all honesty, when a big disaster hits, it, it kind of tapers off. We've told a lot of our agencies here in town and organizations Call on us anytime when you have a problem. We want to be the one that stands in the gap. When everybody else has played out and you still need food for the food pantry, call us. We can contribute. When you need coats for kids in school, call us. I got people that go to Walmart and buy them. Bring them to the church. We'll bring them over to Ace. We want to be a church that meets the needs. Paul wrote it this way brothers and sisters. He reminded us in the book of Romans, chapter 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in views of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. 
This is your true and proper worship. But look at verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be what? Transformed. And look at what transforms us. The renewing. Wow. The renewing of your mind. So we want to renew our minds this year. Then you will be able, I love this, to test and approve what God's will is. Paul just said, if you will renew your mind, you'll never doubt what the will of God is for you. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. I don't know about you, I think we need to renew our minds. I think we need to renew our mission. I think we need to renew our focus. I think we need to renew our commitments. I've never been and I've never seen any of you be the type that want to so-called rest on our laurels. You know, the ones are like, oh, back in the day, we used to do this. I'm not really worried about what we did back in the day. What are we doing now? And what will we do in the future? We're not the church that's arrived. We're the church that's still going. We're the church that still wants to be blessing. We're the church that want to be seeking God and say, God, what's next? What door, what avenue, what opportunity do you want Creekside as a family of believers to step into and be faithful to? So there you have it. For this year, for 2022, our theme is renew. Our scripture is Isaiah 40, 31 to renew our strength, to rise up, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. I think it's going to take that in these times today. So all I'm doing this morning is sharing the vision that God shared with me and put on my heart. But I'm also asking you to partner, to join us together as the family of God here at Creekside Community Church for the next days weeks, and months. This will be our focus for 2022. And together as a family of faith, a family of God, we'll seek together to renew all things in 2022 and excitedly and expectantly look forward to the better and best days to come for all of the family at Creekside Community Church and what God, what God has in store for us. I ask you to say yes to that. I ask you to be excited about that. And I ask, if you're here this morning, if you came in, as Mikey said, with your mind cloudy or your heart heavy, and you need renewal, we're going to pray a prayer of restoration and renewal. And you can pray from your seat. You can pull me aside after service. Maybe you need to make the first step of salvation. Maybe you need to to make a commitment and a confession that Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life, that he's the living Son of God, and be buried with him in baptism and receive the Holy Spirit and walk in a newness of life. We can assist you in that as well. Let this year be the start of something renewed in your life and in the life of those around you. Let's pray together. Father, You've always been in the renewal business. From a black, dark void, you created the masterpiece we see as creation.
The scripture says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. You constantly do new things, Lord. Universes and galaxies, landscapes and sunsets. But most importantly, God, we love it when you do a new work in us. You revitalize us. You renew us. You restore us. You call us to something challenging. You call us out of our comfort zone. You give us maybe an entirely different or new vocation. You put us in a new circle of influence where we can talk about you and share you and the good news of Jesus. Father, my prayer is for us as individuals and corporately as the family of God called Creekside to renew us on all levels as we step into a seventh year. A seventh year. We're not going to rest all year, but we're going to honor you for all the things that you've done. And we're going to take the seeds that we planted and look deeply in them and pull from them, Father, even ways to go more deeper and bless people in this community and renew everything that we see needs renewing by your hand, not by ours. Father, for that person sitting here, maybe watching online that just had a a really difficult year, they're about ready. They are weary. They are faint. May the words from Isaiah strengthen them. Let them know that all it takes is some hope in you, that you are who you say you are, sovereign God, Lord God Almighty, Savior and Lord. Let them have that belief. Rise them up, lift them up in a newness of life. Let them start this new year, this new season, and may they be renewed. Father, I'd pray over those four points. Father, would you renew all of us in our personal relationship? You know what's so wonderful? You know what's so wonderful about being your children? Just like our earthly children here. God, each one of us have a different relationship with you. God, in a phrase I got a big laugh of last week out at the workplace. Here's what I'm going to ask, and it may sound silly, but I, I mean it from the heart. God, may we all be your children that you want to put us on your refrigerator and just love us. Because we walk with Jesus, and we're deepening our relationship, and we're being renewed. Father, let that love flow over into the love of your word. As David said, may we meditate it all day and all night. May it feed us. May we feed on it. May we read more of your holy word this year than ever before. May it come before us and speak to us. Reveal yourself, Lord, through your holy word as you always do. And Father, renew our compassion. Renew our benevolence. Renew our care for those around us. Those less fortunate, those in hard places. In every area that we poured ourselves into, give us a renewed focus and a renewed strength. And last, Father, let us pour ourselves in the community. You've placed us strategically, Lord. May we be known as the church that glorifies you, that has your favor, that loves this community and steps up and stands in the gap whenever we're called to do so. Would you renew us in all those areas, Lord, both personally and collectively? 
as the family of believers that you call Creekside Community Church. God, thank you for your favor for the last six years. May this seventh year, as seven stands for completeness, may it be a complete and full year for us, Father. May we see and do things that just boggle our imagination, that we give all glory and praise, that there's no way this could going to happen except for our God. And let all see, not for our glory, but always for glory to you and your kingdom. We praise that. We pray this, God, through your Son's name, our Savior, Jesus. Amen.